The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Power Rankings Tuesday presented, of course, as always, by DraftKings. And obviously going to talk the entire big show about DeMar Hamlin and what happened last night during the Bills-Bengals game. I'm going to spend a decent amount of time on that because it deserves it. And so just want to give you the heads up on that. I think most of you probably know by now that the game was postponed last night. And, you know, everything else I'm going to do, the power rankings and stuff, seems so trivial as a result of what happened with DeMar Hamlin. Totally understand that. If you don't want to listen, if you don't care about the power rankings today, I I get it. You can listen later in the week or maybe never, right? Totally understand. I'm going to do both. I'm going to tell you and talk a lot about what happened, my thoughts, my emotions, and then also do the power rankings like we typically do on a Tuesday. Uh, Big fan of all of you. And, um, you know, I think there are different forms of love, but I would say that I love all of you in, in your own way and in my own way and um, very supportive of everything all of you guys and gals do and hope all of you are healthy and your families and all that stuff because those are the type of things and thoughts that go through my mind when something like that happens last night. Really love those of you, uh, of course, that either spread the word via social media. That's awesome. I think we got a lot of people following the TikTok. If you can follow the new Facebook, Ross Tucker Pod on Facebook, that would be great. Probably pick a spread the word winner from that this week. Obviously love the sponsor confirmation email winners, Zengo, First Leaf, Raycon Earbuds, ExpressVPN, and love this West Shore home. Love the idea for you guys to be able to get a free consultation. That is awesome. Make sure you're checking out all of the sponsors over at RossTucker.com under the sponsor tab. That way you can see all of them because I know a lot of times you're driving or you're you're working out when you're listening. So you don't remember them all. You don't remember the codes. That's the place to go. And then YouTube, love doing those videos for you or your buddies on the fantasy league or whatever it is. 
if you just go to YouTube and subscribe, hit the thumbs up. It's free to subscribe to anything on YouTube and then make any type of comment or even just say, Ross, I would love to try to win one of these shout out videos. It's big show time. The big show. All right, Ross, we'll start with last night. An unprecedented situation during Monday Night Football as the game was postponed after Bill safety DeMar Hamlin suffered cardiac arrest after a big collision in the first half. Right, so let's start. Uh, we're recording this at 6.55 a.m. Eastern time right now. So we'll just start with what we know, and that's from statements from the NFL or the Buffalo Bills or Jordan Rooney who is DeMar Hamlin's close friend and marketing rep. So what we know is, is that DeMar suffered a cardiac arrest on the field last night and that um, he was put in an ambulance. They performed CPR. They had to bring out the AED. Um, Jordan Rooney is the one that said that his vitals were back to normal. Um, He is in critical condition at University of Cincinnati Hospital. Uh, I am not in any way a medical expert. I would say based on um, Dr. Chow's exuberance about the vitals being back to normal that, and, and about them saying he had a pulse that that was highly encouraging. Um, I've had other doctors that are friends of mine, that say, you know, any type of situation like this, um, putting them to sleep for 24 hours and having them intubated for breathing is sort of standard operating procedure in a situation like this. And the fact that they got the heart back in rhythm. um, Essentially, I've had several doctors text me that um, given what could have happened, they feel much better as a result of the information that we have so far. So that's that part of it. You know, it's interesting because I do this for a living and you guys watch or listen or whatever, and we think it's so important. It's Bills, Bengals, game of the year, number one seed in the AFC, maybe the division championship for the AFC North. And we hype it up, and it's such a big deal. And we care so much about it. And maybe rightfully so. But then something like this happens, and you realize how unimportant all those things really are. I mean, they all just feel like pomp and circumstance, like fluff, to be honest, when a situation with a young man potentially losing his life and the seriousness of the situation that we all sort of recognized last night, all the other things, the game, the standings, the seating, all the other stuff that we spend so much time talking about. I'm not going to say it seems meaningless, but it certainly is very clear the lack of significance that it really has in our lives. And it probably shouldn't take a situation like this for us to realize that. But for whatever reason, sometimes it does. You know, my initial reaction when DeMar Hamlin went down, I guess 
you know, I saw that he was down in the field. And there's such a default reaction to worry about head, neck, and spine stuff that when they showed the video of him getting up and then going down, I initially thought, well, it's not any type of paralysis situation because he got up. And I don't know if he had a concussion or if he fainted or what happened, but I actually was feeling okay about it. Then he was down and down and they showed the players' faces and you could see they were petrified. And then Joe Buck said they had been doing CPR for the last two commercial breaks. And then you knew, wow, this is different. This is something well beyond the scope of injury that happens when you're playing the sport of football, well beyond the scope of that. I always tell people when they ask me, you know, about what it's like in the locker room before a game. And a lot of times it's pretty quiet and it seems like, I'm not going to say all, but most guys um, say a prayer to themselves. I know I did. Right. And I said the same prayer before every game, my entire career, which is, you know, dear Lord, I'm not asking for you to help me to play better. I'm not asking for you to help us to win the game. I'm just asking if you can protect everybody that takes that field today from any type of serious injury that can affect the rest of their lives. Because you're cognizant of that as a player, right? You know something like that could happen. We grew up with guys like Mike Utley from the Lions and Dennis Bird from the Jets being paralyzed and losing the ability to walk as a result of things that happened on the football field. So especially at the pro level, you acknowledge that that is something, that's a very real thing that could happen. And so that's the only thing I prayed for before every single game my entire career. I think it goes without saying that they made the right decision not to try to play. You know, there are differing reports about, you know, the NFL telling the teams they have five minutes to warm up or whatever, and then they were going to try to play. You know, Troy Vincent, a former teammate of mine with the Buffalo Bills, by the way, has denied that. I don't really think that that should be where the focus is. I don't really know if that's true or not. But I think I, I, I just don't have time or inclination for the outrage, right? Like I'm concerned about DeMar Hamlin. And so that's where my thoughts are. I don't really believe that the NFL thought they were going to play a football game while a guy was suffering from cardiac arrest or could potentially be in a situation where he loses his life, right? Like the, they're not that tone deaf you can't have guys trying to play in a game and or playing a game if something like that were to happen uh, that would have been absolutely disastrous and so no matter what the right answer was no matter what they what happened they obviously made the right decision not to play 
I think the game should probably be ruled a no contest. Um, it's just not a win. It's not a loss. I guess that essentially makes it like a tie, a draw, so to speak, in the standings, which, you know, gives the Bengals, I, I guess, the division championship, I, I you know, and puts the Bills behind the Chiefs in terms of the number one seed. You know, none of that's fair, but special situations call for special circumstances. And I just don't see how any other way they could try to play another football game tonight or tomorrow night or whatever, and then play another one on Sunday. That does not seem reasonable or logical to me. So what I know about DeMar Hamlin is he's a Pittsburgh Central Catholic kid. I watched him play in high school. I don't think I called any of his state championship games, but I certainly watched him maybe his junior year or senior year when they played Parkland in the 4A state championship. He's a 24-year-old young man from Pittsburgh, went to Pitt, and, um, you know, probably like a lot of people, all I could think about last night was a few things. I thought about how glad I am that I don't play anymore and talked to my wife about that. I talked about how thankful I am that I didn't suffer a devastating injury of any kind that would affect the rest of my life. Certainly, I herniated a disc in my neck and bruised my spinal cord, which ended my career, but I can walk and I can live a functioning life moving forward. I thought about DeMar and his mom a lot. You know, they referenced his mom was there, and I just cannot imagine what that situation would be like for a parent. I think it's natural. I started thinking about my mom and everything and how she would be in that situation and hard to even go there. Then you think about, you know, I think about my daughters and start praying for them and, you know, hopefully that I make the right decisions as a dad to put them in the right situations in life. You have a lot of things that that go through your head when a situation like that happens. And ultimately, now everybody's just waiting for more information and hopefully positive information about DeMar Hamlin moving forward. I think that's pretty clear that that is where we are all are um, at this point. So, you know, this is the point in the show where I tell you guys about some of our sponsors like Netflix. And if you're watching Netflix without using ExpressVPN, that's like going to a casino and only being able to play on the slot machines. You don't need to limit yourself like that. ExpressVPN allows you to unblock content. So there's a lot of different shows that you can watch that are pretty cool. I know uh, my wife and I do this where you're able to see other shows that are blocked in other countries or they're not, I don't even know how that stuff works, but you can set your express VPN to a different country that allows you to be able to open up some other shows for the Netflix that you're already paying for. You're paying for at Netflix. You're playing, you're paying for express VPN and you can open it up. So be smart. Stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com slash Tucker. 
Don't forget to use my link at expressvpn.com slash Tucker to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. It's time for the all-important power rankings. Number 32 is the Indianapolis Colts. Did not expect them to end up here this year, but they are going the wrong way. And um, looks like Ellinger uh, will start this last game, not Nick Foles because of the injury and just a horrible, horrible lost season for the Colts. Number 31 is the Houston Texans. Big step back for them this past week, right? I mean, they had been playing much better. You know, they had been playing hard and well for Lovey Smith to the point where, you know, I felt like, okay, they're making some progress. They got a bunch of good young players. Um, I don't know what happened against the Jags, but they were essentially a total no-show in that game against Jacksonville. Number 30 is the Denver Broncos. You know, kudos to them. I moved them back up um, a little bit. Uh, as you can see, Jack, they they moved up, what, they were 32 last week. They moved up two spots. That was a heck of a performance against the Chief. They weren't able to get it done, but they were able to play very well to the point where I feel like if they play the Colts or the Texans in a series of games right now, I would I would take the Broncos. Russell Wilson played better with maybe the coaching change helped a little bit. Number 29 is the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals moved up one spot primarily because the Texans were so bad that I moved them down. Also a lost season for the Cardinals. Curious to see what the fallout will be. Clearly, it seems like Steve Keim, their GM, uh, will be gone. Uh, The question, I guess, is whether or not Kingsbury stays. My guess is Kingsbury will get a second year and that the change that they can present to the fans is a change in leadership at the top and that they give Kingsbury one more year, maybe half a year next year. Number 28 is the Chicago Bears. There's some debate whether or not Justin Fields plays in this last game, which I think is interesting. You know, there's not a lot for the Bears to play for. In fact, you don't really want to win the game from a draft standpoint. You certainly don't want Fields to get injured. Uh, so that makes a lot of sense. I think he's pretty close to the quarterback rushing record that I'm guessing he probably wants. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, that'll be interesting. My guess is if they're already hesitating early in the week, he will not play. Number 27 is the Cleveland Browns. They moved up a spot. Uh, you know, they, they arguably could move up a couple more. If they play well against the Steelers in this last game, then they'll finish probably ahead of teams like the Falcons and the Rams because that was an impressive performance by the Browns, both sides of the ball in the second half against the Commanders team playing to go to the playoffs. Number 26 is the aforementioned Atlanta Falcons. Six wins is definitely more than anybody thought they were going to get this year, so kudos to them. A lot of people thought they'd be the worst team in the NFL. They absolutely were not, and they played a lot of young guys this year. Number 25 is the Los Angeles Rams. They dropped a spot because they took a step back, 
obviously against the Chargers. That Broncos Christmas Day game, I was kind of feeling the Rams a little bit. They had one, two, or three. The only loss was at Lambeau. But I was surprised how poorly they played against the Chargers. I, you know, I picked them to to win the game, I think. Number 24 is a team still with playoff hopes, Tennessee Titans. Wild. They play Saturday night right after my game between the Raiders and the Chiefs. And it would be very Vrabel-esque for the Titans to somehow win that game and somehow win the division, even though they haven't won in forever. And they got a guy who's been there for two weeks now, starting a quarterback, as they announced Josh Dobbs will get the start again. No surprise there. Number 23 is Las Vegas Raiders. So the Raiders, looking forward to watching them. They played much better offensively against the Niners. Curious to see how Stidham plays. Stidham gave him a huge spark. Give credit where it's due. And obviously he's playing uh, to be in the mix somewhere, maybe in, in Las Vegas next year. Number 22 is another team that had a big drop is the New York Jets, who fell six spots this week. Imagine, like, six weeks ago, Jack, you and I saying that the Dolphins and Jets wouldn't make the playoffs. How about this? Dolphins, Jets, and Seahawks wouldn't make the playoffs, but let's say the Packers and Steelers do. That's wild. I mean, that you look at their record five weeks ago, that's, that's why you got to keep playing. That's why you just keep playing. Really feels like um, missed opportunity for the Jets. The, you know, the Mike White injury just killed them. 21 is another team with a late season collapse, the Washington Commanders. And they're already eliminated. They're already out of it. So I don't know who you play. I mean, maybe you let Sam Howe start in a game. See how he does if you're the Commanders. Number 20 is the New Orleans Saints. How you finish matters a lot in the NFL. And the Saints winning three in a row with a chance to win a fourth in a row to finish the season bodes extremely well for Dennis Allen keeping that job in New Orleans. Number 19 is the Carolina Panthers. Really just so disappointed with their defensive performance against the Bucks and letting Mike Evans beat you over the top three times. It's just so unacceptable. I cannot believe that they allowed that to happen. Another AFC East team with a big drop, Miami Dolphins, who fell eight spots this week. And it feels like Tua's injury got him twice. Tua's concussion got him twice. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins probably not going to make the playoffs. Another unfortunate I, – I really – look, they, they could have played better. They could have won, et cetera. I really don't like when teams – when it feels like an injury is the biggest reason why they didn't make the playoffs. And I feel that way about the Jets and the Dolphins with their quarterback injuries. Number 17 is the new NFC South champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Unbelievable. Un- I said it. Brady, you know what? This was his worst year I've ever seen him have. He's still, off the top of my head, I feel like he had four or five game-winning drives at the end of, in fourth quarter. Unbelievable how many fourth-quarter comebacks he had. Just like it's unbelievable how much I love Raycon's everyday earbuds. They look 
feel, and sound better than ever. They've got those optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit. They're so comfortable. Eight hours of playtime, 32-hour battery life. I never even get past halfway on my battery. Never get past halfway. Big fan of these when I'm working out. Love the, the earbud tap functions. Love the noise isolation. Go to buyraycon.com slash Tucker today to get 15% off your Raycon order. I wear these all the time. You see me at the beach when I'm riding my bike or walking or on the beach, I will have my Raycon earbuds in. Buyraycon.com slash Tucker. You get 15% off. It's a cool Valentine's Day gift for somebody. Buyraycon.com slash Tucker. Number 16 is the Seattle Seahawks. Big win for them that they had to have against the Jets. And now they have a chance. Uh, They got to win and they got to hope the Lions beat the Packers. The problem with that is if the Seahawks win, then the Lions are out of it. And so on some level, you worry about the Lions motivation in that game. And so people in Seattle are not happy. And I don't really blame them. Number 15 is the New England Patriots. Big win for them against the Dolphins. Not sure they get it without Bridgewater getting hurt, but it happened. They got the pick six. They earned that. And now they have a win in their end situation, uh, which is very interesting because now I don't even know what the situation will be with the Bills in terms of how the Bills come out and choose to play that game. There's just a lot going on now for that Bills-Patriots game. Number 14 is the Baltimore Ravens. can say a lot of the same things about the Ravens I said about the Patriots. A lot of unknown now with their matchup against the Bengals in terms of tiebreakers and stuff. They might be locked into the wild card now. If they count that as a tie, then um, I think even with a win, they're still behind – the the Bengals. I got to check that out. I don't know. Number 13 is the Jacksonville Jaguars. We do know, but they could still make the playoffs, by the way, even with a loss on Saturday night. But that's certainly not how they're going to frame it, right? They're going to frame it like, you know, this is a win and you win the division scenario, which it is. And then at number 12, just like everybody expected, Pittsburgh Steelers. I feel like I'm a broken record when I talk about them and just the fact that they are unrelenting in their pursuit of the next victory. I, t- you know, didn't that clip on Instagram and social media about me just talking about how awesome it must be to be a Packers or a Steelers fan and your team's never, ever out of it. They never quit. Didn't that get a ton of like reaction on social media? I'm a little surprised by that, Jack. Yeah, I mean, TikTok, I think we're about to hit half a million views on it. Instagram Reels, a couple hundred thousand. So, very passionate fan base from those two. Without question. Yeah, two of the best fan bases out there. But honestly, on some level, it, it's, I don't want to say it's, e- it's easy to be a fan for them, right? Like, no wonder they have such passionate fan bases. They, they never give their fans a reason to, like, quit on the team. <laughs> Number 11 is the Detroit Lions. I really, this sounds bad for Seahawks fans, but I hope for my viewing enjoyment, 
I hope the Seahawks lose so that Lions-Packers Sunday night is winning you're in. Number 10, New York Giants. Giants are keeping it quiet as to what they'll do on Sunday against the Eagles. I don't expect them to play their guys, um, their top guys, at least not for very long. I always feel like how, you know, they're trying to advance in the playoffs. And frankly, they have a chance to beat the Vikings. Why would you hurt your chance to beat the Vikings by getting Daniel Jones or Saquon Barkley hurt in a game against the Eagles where the Eagles desperately need to win and they're going to be coming for blood? That doesn't make that much sense to me. Number nine is the Green Bay Packers. Playing extremely well. Special teams, offense, defense. You know, they're hot. I don't think you want to play them in the playoffs. And there's a decent chance I'll end up playing the Niners in the first round, which would be an amazing first-round matchup. Number eight is the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings. Listen, those injuries on the offensive line for them, major, major problem. Which, honestly, gives the Giants even more of a chance to beat them if they face each other in the playoffs, in my mind. Number seven is the Los Angeles Chargers. Go, Chargers, go. You know, I've been saying it for the last couple weeks now that this is the type of game that the Chargers normally lose. They're not losing them. They're winning them. And now they got Joey Bosa back. Look out. Number six is the Dallas Cowboys. So I'll be curious to see how they play it. Um, I, I am assuming, you know, they they, they say you got to play your starters because you got to win the game because you have a chance to win the division or whatever. But I don't know. The, the point spread certainly seems to think that they're not going to be playing their guys, which I think is interesting. Number five is the Kansas City Chiefs. So the Chiefs are the game I'm doing, Jack. And, um, you know, what's interesting to me about that, people are kind of up in arms in that. This might be changed now because of what happened with the Bills and the Bengals last night. But, um, you know, if the Chiefs win and the Bills were to have lost last night's game, then, you know, the Bills probably wouldn't play their guys against the Patriots. And so that gives the Patriots a distinct advantage to make the playoffs. It's interesting with these Saturday games. I know that the NFL wants to make the money and wants to have these bigger windows, but they've put themselves in potentially some compromised competitive situations. And I think certain fan bases have a right to be frustrated about it. Number four is the Cincinnati Bengals. They look good on that first drive last night when they marched down the field for a touchdown. Burrow was in rhythm. Um, it's a shame that we didn't get a chance to see more of what looked like it was going to be an awesome football game. Number three is Philadelphia Eagles. Dropping again. They dropped from uh, one to two last week. That was primarily because of how well the Niners have been playing and the injuries to Lane Johnson and Avante Maddox. They dropped this week primarily just because of how badly they played. I mean, the Eagles need to get this turned around. I, I arguably could have dropped them behind the Bengals and the Chiefs, but I expect them to get Jalen Hurts back this week, which changes things. Number two is the Buffalo Bills. Can't really say or think of anything else about them other than DeMar Hamlin. Just hoping we get some good news 
at some point today. Um, and then even more good news the next day and the day after that. Russ's number one team, which is totally meaningless, but it's fun and will get many of you incredibly annoyed, is... Once again, number one is the San Francisco 49ers. Well, listen, Brock Purdy just keeps passing tests, you know? Now he's able to lead them to a come-from-behind victory. He's able to play well in overtime. I think Kyle Shanahan even said this. He's glad that Purdy and the Niners had to go through that because that's going to serve them well in the playoffs. You know, he's he believes. They believe. That's a big part of this thing. Shout-outs to Pizza Boy Brewing, Sportaculture, HumanHeadNYC.com, SteakhouseSports.com, Go-Bangles.com, Evergreen Economics, Vision Comics with an X, BackOfficeScheduler.com, and MyFrontPageStory.com. Never a bad time to get someone, a loved one, a gift that tells them truly how you feel about them. Never. MyFrontPageStory.com. We'll, we'll record Even Money podcast a little bit later this morning. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feasts, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.